Good afternoon, it's Chico Ray. Hi, everybody. How are you? Um, as everybody knows, I haven't been broadcasting on uh, Facebook or the other platforms, so I figured I'd uh, I'd do one on the Anchor FM network. Sorry, I haven't been here either. I haven't been updating my uh, programs on this network as well, which goes to Spotify. Um, let's see. I've been on the road uh, again with the onlookers. Uh, I did um, New Mexico. Um, where else did we go? Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, I'm in Atlanta right now. So I did New Mexico. I did um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I did uh, Hard Rock Hotel, Biloxi, Mississippi. And I uh, was there for a couple of days. I did a corporate gig. And then I also did a couple of nights opening up for uh, uh, guitar player, a guy named Leroy Parnell and Martina McBride. And uh, now I'm in Atlanta. I'm doing another corporate in Atlanta, and uh, I was supposed to. I, we, we were supposed to play some club here, but the money wasn't good enough, so I'm not doing it. Thank, thanks, my to my band, the Onlookers. Thank you guys. Um, let's see, let's see what's going on. Well, first of all, uh, congratulations to Italy. Uh, I chose those two teams to win. England and uh, Italia because uh, they had the they had the best teams out there. Um, unfortunately, the English couldn't finish them off, and uh, they had an incredible first half, but uh, died in the second half. I don't know what happened. Well, Roberto Mancini out uh, out strategized um, Garrett Southgate. Garrett Southgate. Uh, my problems with Garrett Southgate is that he chose the wrong attackers, especially with uh, uh, Saka, and uh, he withdrew Declan Rice from the midfield, which gave the Italians a big, big hole to uh, exploit that midfield. And uh, they just couldn't complete uh, with Jordan Henderson replacing um, um Declan Rice from West Ham. Uh, that was the that was a, the wrong move. Declan Rice is a young guy. He's got enough power, enough strength to play through. And uh, Saka is a good kid, and so says uh, Sancho. But the look, they're they're, they're too young, and uh, they're not experienced enough. And uh, when facing a team that's bigger and stronger like Italy, those those guys got ran off the ball. Uh, uh, you sat Jack Grealish on the bench for too long. And by the time the shootout came, instead of putting Raheem Sterling in and and and, and uh, uh, Luke Shaw, uh, you put Saka, Sancho, and Marcus Rashford is useless. He couldn't. He could. He can't hit a fucking. He can't hit a goddamn fucking uh, penalty shot from where he is after scoring 18, 19 goals for Manchester United. Something wrong with him. He should never be chosen for the uh, uh, team again. My problem is with Gareth Southgate. I don't know what what he's thinking when it comes to playing a team like Roberto Mancini and uh, the, the goalkeeper Donnarumma. You want to put your you want to put your five big shooters out there that have experience, not young guys that have no experience that were destroyed for the moment. You know, you get those guys need to have Saka, Sancho, and uh, Rashford. They need much more into more international experience. Uh, to be able to stand in front of the world and take a uh, penalty shot against one of the greatest goalkeepers in the world. Uh, I think Pickford did everything he could to stop them, which he did stop a shot. It was up to shooters to save Pickford, and he didn't. So Italy won. 
on a penalty kick. I think the penalty kick should be eliminated from the competition because uh, we should go into two 15-minute extra times, and then whoever scores the next goal in sudden death, that's it. They should go for sudden death. Forget about these penalty shootouts. They're, they're ridiculous. They're stupid. It's a horrible way to win a, win a championship. Uh, let's see. What's what's real important? What I've, what I've noticed being out on the road this time is everything seems to be open. People seem to be getting back to normal. And uh, the gas prices, uh, people are yelling about gas prices across the, across the country. Uh, but I'm filling an RV up, and uh, I don't travel in freaking vans. Uh, that's for... That's for people that don't want to spend money or, or be, um, or, you know, whether it's saving money or not, whether it's economical, I'm not traveling around in vans. I'm not doing that. I'm 66 years old and I'm physically not able going to, going to sit there and sit in a van to drive five or six hours, seven hours to another gig. It's not happening. Uh, what I've noticed is everybody seems to be very happy to be out and very congenial, but I think people down the south have very congenial, much more than where I come from, La La Land. And I know the people across the country are complaining about gas prices that have risen from, you know, dollar seventy nine to two something. Uh, they haven't been to California where they can't believe the prices in California, where it's uh, four fifty and four seventy nine a gas, a gallon of gas, and four twenty five at Arco. Uh, that's because uh, California is in um, is in a just a terrible shape terrible shape and i don't see it getting and getting improving in the future the, the main my major problem with california right now and there's a, a program on about these uh, about two two big farmers here in california that are um saying that you know we're gonna have a million acres of fallow land that will never be able to be used again because we're destroying the aquifer and uh we're not replacing it by dams, and the environmentalists are worried about the uh, the smelt fish and all these other stupid idiot things, and they're not worried about people. Uh, the The dams and the streams can always be replenished and taken care of, but we need to make a dam. First of all, excuse me, we need to make a dam, and we need to learn how to process and reservoir our rainfall. We're, we're not getting any rainfall anyway, which is I. A lot of people can argue with me about what that's because of world global climate change or um, a lot of other things. I think California has uh, too many people living here and there's too many uh, vehicles throwing up um, gases, carbon monoxide glass gases into the air, which are creating a bubble and all the storms kind of just pass over California. And uh, we haven't gotten to that. That's not going to happen. And the idiots that run this place, that run my, that run Cali, in La La Land, you know, they're in trouble. There's more homeless here than anywhere else in the world, in, in the United States especially. And uh, it's corrupt, and it's bankrupt, and it's everything else that you could say. Except, uh, you know, I live down by the water in San Pedro, so it's beautiful, and I have a different peachy, peachy, peachy view of the world, so it's, it's, so it's different than everybody else, because I'm not living in La La Land, and uh, we're living anywhere near downtown, and with all this uh, degradation and everything else, but we still have it down here in, 
in San Pedro. We have a lot of homeless here now. We have, we're the home of the, the rehab places, so you have a lot of lunatics running around this town. And, um, boy, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, listen, as far as as far as far this critical race theory that's being concerned in the United Teachers Union, uh, talking about uh, with Joy Reid and uh, Hannah Jones and all that at the University of Chapel Hill, how she turned down the uh, – her tenureship as a professor there. Listen, critical race theory, I don't care what anybody says, and I did a whole show on it for 45 minutes to an hour, and I said critical race theory stemmed from critical law theory about the application of the law. And I hate to repeat myself, but all I do is see on all the news about critical race theory. Look, if the United Teachers Union wants to talk about critical race theory and wants to pit children against one another or this abstract form of Marxist socialist uh, theory that uh, being white or being Caucasian is a privilege, you're privileged over everybody else and blah, blah, blah. Listen, you're not living in the modern world here. You're not living in the modern world here. If we want to equalize... Hispanic, the American Indian, American Indian, and the black communities, then our object and our objective should be to eliminate poverty. We've been trying, there was a war on poverty that happened since Lyndon Baines Johnson after John F. Kennedy was assassinated and taken care of, and uh, taken care of exactly what he was taken care of, taken out. And, uh, since 1964 till now, it hasn't happened. So we're in big, big trouble. But I think something can be attained and fixed. Certainly not with the idiots that we have in the White House right now. We had, you had Trump. We had Trump, who, you know, look, he Trump had the ability and had the ability to really change things and do do the right thing. And he went out with his crazy rhetoric and, you know, started a bunch of bullshit. And I, look, I liked what Trump did. I liked what Trump did with the economy and everything else. But I didn't like the way he handled himself. I liked the way he handled himself internationally. He told everybody to go fuck themselves, which was a real good thing, especially Europe. But now you see they're making moves all over the place. One one thing that we had that's really a nightmare is is NATO and the United States pulling out of Afghanistan, Afghanistan. As my friend Samira always says, you're pronouncing it the wrong way. It's Afghanistan. Okay. Anyway, we were there for 20 years. I understand that. I get it. But we accomplished nothing over there because, you know, we didn't search or destroy and get the Taliban out of there because we never know who they were. They knew who they were. We didn't force the issue. We didn't. We didn't make it a clean sweep of that country, and then and then to break to 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 arm three hundred thousand guys, a three hundred thousand man army, that outnumbers the Taliban, and then let them. Let them to themselves. The Taliban have been trained fighters. Uh, fighters have been fighting now for 20-something, 25, 30 years. They were fighting against a guy named Massoud. His son is out His son is out there fighting on the side of the Afghan army. They were called the Northern Alliance. 
soon as Masood was assassinated by Bin Laden, his characters in the Taliban, um, Taliban took over Afghanistan. So we're left with a, we're left to a point now. Do we leave and let that country descend into freaking chaos and back into chaos, back back into the ninth century, tenth century, eleventh century way of thinking and life? We talk about equality and women's rights and children's rights and everybody's rights and it's blah blah blah. And you know, America, you're a bunch of liars and you're a bunch of deceivers because now you let this country go back. You let Afghanistan fall back into the dark ages again. You didn't rebuild that country. You didn't put the right people in. in, You didn't let them decide to put the right people in. Now, as I said before, one of the other episodes, should we let Afghanistan, the people of Afghanistan, decide their own fate? Can they decide their own fate? Can they put up a fight? Are they willing to put up a fight? These are two or three different questions that, that we have to ask. Do they want to? Can they? And will they? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think there's so many outside influences that the Taliban have, like Pakistan, that are uh, influencing it on their side. And now they, they, they don't have any... You see, what I don't understand when I'm looking at the map of, of, of Kandahar and uh, Ghost Province and, and, and Kabul, I, I'm wondering if we have 300 units, 300 man units of guys plus equipment how come we don't send some advisors or keep some advisors there like trump did when he sent into to whack isis and leave them there to actually make a scented group attack against these centers that are being held not let them take it and then go in and take it while they were doing it why didn't they make a stand before they, if they make a stand in Kabul, Kabul is going to be destroyed. They're going to come in and take over. And it's, then it's back into the dark ages for Afghanistan. And God knows what they're going to do there. We're going to go back to the Bin Laden days where they're going to come and try to try to strike the, the Amer- us Americans again or the rest of Europe. Who knows? Who knows? It's all possible. Because you have, you have like, like like to call the rats of the world that are out there doing their thing. Now you get NATO, you get NATO in the United States was the only, not the only country there. All the other NATO alliance countries were there. They kept army, they kept guys there. We're in trouble. You can't just pull pull those guys out. That 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 country was not ready. That army was not ready. I know people, people are going to ask, well, what are we doing over there? What do we need to be over there? What do we need to be there for? Because we created a vacuum. Now we created a vacuum in Iraq the same way. When Obama pulled out with ISIS and ISIS came in and we had ISIS walk from Iraq to Syria. Let me tell you, if the Taliban gets a foothold in there, which they already have and they're going to, there's going to be other groups joining them in in this Islamic jihad war against the infidels who they like to call us the infidels the race for the new york mayors i was watching bill bill de bozio this morning i'm here in atlanta i'm in a hotel right now and i'm watching bill de bozio uh talk his bullshit thank god you can't rid of this guy this guy has no clue no clue and uh 
uh, big Joey Biden, uh, the old Joey, that brings all these guys into uh, some of the mayors and district attorneys to talk about crime. Why did crime get out of hand? Crime got out of hand because you had all these nonsensical, uh, you know, I can't even call them socialists or Marxists anymore because I don't really think they are. I just think they're stupid. I just think they're really freaking stupid. To defund the police. What were you thinking? You're going to go after guns. You know, it ain't the guns that kill people. It's the people that kill other people with the guns. And this is a lot of crime that's minority on minority crime because of these gangs and everything else. You know, me, me personally, Lori Lightfoot in New York, in Chicago, I'd call the army and I'd call the National Guard in, put a curfew in there. I'd go in there. I, I, I'd arrest all these kids that are part of these gangs. That's it. Get, get them all. Get them all. You need to change things at the core. If Marshall, look, a couple hundred people being shot every weekend in, in Chicago, that means this man doesn't know what she's doing. She's out of her mind. She looks like Beetlejuice anyway. She's out of her freaking mind. She has no clue. It's time to call the National Guard in and figure out how we how we restore Chicago to a, to the, a beautiful place that it can be. Uh, New York is going to take a long time to recover. I think, what's his name? Adams is a good guy, ex-cop. Uh, he is a Democrat, but he's a centrist and he's a cop. So I, I think he'll f- try to figure the crime thing out in New York. And the only way to figure the crime thing out is that New York is let, is let the cops loose. Or else we become a third world country. We, come, we, we become El Salvador. And we become Guatemala. We become Honduras. That's what that's that that's what you want, America. You got it. You keep voting for these crazy left wing nut jobs, you're in trouble. As I always said, I was a guy from the sixties. I was born in the sixties. That's when I grew up. I was never a hippie. I was never a hippie. I was never a commie or a socialist. But let me tell you something. I was I was one of those. I'm not one of these these left wing nut jobs that that lead so heavily to the socialists. So it, they're lost. They have no. They have no ideology. The ideology of idiocy. That's what it is. The ideology of idiocy. And I don't get it. But we'll see what happens in New York. Here's my other problem. Here's my other problem with this administration was uh, uh, Dolce Kamala. I haven't seen her in a skirt. She's in this. She's in here now for uh, almost six months already. I have never seen her dressed up in a skirt. She wears pantsuits. This is what she likes. Uh, listen, I don't know about you guys. When you're married to me, you don't run around. You're not running around in pants all the time, okay? I want, I want, I, you know, I want, want to uh, wear a dress, please. What's your problem? But you know, she's another one that has no brain, no freaking brain. Oh well, maybe I should, I should, you know, turn down all the things he's giving me. What's he giving you? You've done nothing. You've done nothing. You went out there on 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 uh, what's his name? Uh, Channel Four there, Lester Holt. Who I'll never I'll never watch in my life. Never watched Lester Holt. He's a complete loser. Um, and then you're espousing critical race theory. You can't you can't even figure out what 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 the border is about. 
You go down to the border, look at the border, you tell the president, I shut it down, shut it down, give these guys whatever they need to shut this thing down. What are you, stupid? You must be. You must be. You're not worth a nickel. Go buy your clothes, wear your perfume. Next time, go out, buy a dress. I don't know where your husband's at. I don't know where your husband's at. He probably doesn't like you to look good. Like, like you running around in pants? Please stop. Anyway, that's beside the point. You know, there's so much to talk about. Uh, 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 Dickie Branson, uh, Dickie Branson puts his little uh, spaceship up there. It's going to charge people a couple hundred grand to travel in space. Uh, look, if you're traveling in space, what's the point? You're traveling in space to get somewhere fast? Like from New York to Chicago on a plane, you break the atmosphere and come back down and you're in, and you're in, and you're in New York from L.A.? It's a beautiful thing. It could be a beautiful thing. What else are you going to do? Run around like uh, Thunderbirds and you're flying around in a space or a galaxy or whatever they were called when we were kids, the Muppet shows with, with those guys. Who were, oh, oh, they Bill were breaking the atmosphere. Thunderbirds are us, whatever they were called. Anyway, not much to talk. There's not much to talk about except the idiocy that goes on here. They still, have, they still haven't given all the money out to all the businesses that need it. In, in America, supposedly billions of dollars, but nobody's getting it. Uh, the places are boarded up here, left and right, and everything else. And this is just lunacy in California. California, there's something wrong out here. Very, 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 very wrong out here. Uh, I, I, I travel across the... I've been on the road, you know, this this year. I did the, the Southwest the gigs and all that. And uh, I don't see as much homeless everywhere else except in Cali. Cali, all the homeless are here. They're not anywhere else. Uh, and they're living in a desert somewhere, being bit by the gila monsters or whatever. But uh, I don't see that much homelessness across the country. There are here and there, but nothing like California. I don't think. I, I think well, only we we put up with stuff like that here in California. We create our own situations. Where I asked a couple of people, well, how much do you pay for rent for a house? Go oh, eight hundred, eight hundred bucks. Really? Really? 800 bucks buys you a closet here in California. But getting back to California for one thing about the water situation. If we don't, if we don't change the way we treat water here in California and we get the, the, the Sierra clubs and all these guys worry about the California smelt and all these, who cares about the California smelt? Uh, it's not going to change the environment if they're gone. You know, he's introduced other fish into the environment here. The smelt has nothing to do with it. But if you have a million acres to go fallow that can never be used again for food, there's going to be great food shortages across the country from California. If California gets taken down and out of the picture, we're going to have incredible food shortages. And we should learn how to desalinate. We can, des we can create the Bechtel and the Halliburtons of the world can go and create a Desalination plants for the uh, Arab countries, Kuwait, Dubai, Saudi Arabia, uh, Arab Emirates, and we can't we can't make them here in California. There's something wrong. There's something horribly wrong here. But that's just part for the course because I live here for a long time, so I know how what what the stupidity goes on here. And you know, it, look. I'm not going to be long today because everybody's going to 
I know you guys. I miss all you guys. I miss being on, you know, doing my show. But uh, anyway, hello to uh, my friends out there. Uh, James De Palma. Hello, James. I know you're there. Kevin, Kevin Hammond, Kevin Timothy, uh, Debbie, Debbie Z, Roberta. Listen, guys. Uh, I've got another couple of weeks that I'm going to be out here for the summer um, in, for July. And I'll think about going out again in August, in the middle of August. I'm not too sure yet. Um, but I'll tell you, I enjoy playing on the road. I enjoy doing gigs, but I do not enjoy tra the travel. And again, and again, you know, thank you, Mike Thompson, RV down there in uh, Orange County for rental of a vehicle. Uh, DRI, DRI for the uh, CDs, um, the merchandising, uh, merchandising Inc. and artists uh, in here in um, Torrance for all the T-shirts that you guys made for me and everything. That thank you very much. And uh, I'll tell you what, I I've been talking about putting these songs that I have out in a, in some kind of album form, and I'm thinking about it. I just have to do it. In, in the right space and on the right platforms and just to release music, to release music because I say I've got an album out doesn't mean anything to me because I have, you know, five or six of my own albums out plus all the music that I played on with everybody else. So I could care less about having an ego. Ego means nothing to me anyway. Uh, I never did this. I never played music because I have an ego. That's, that's bullshit. It happened a long time ago when I was in my 20s and that, that's gone. But I'll tell you. If we don't correct what's happening in Washington, and, and I don't think it's going to happen unless they put blocks on him and start cuffing him up by you know by the next uh, election in twenty twenty two here, uh, he's going to run this place into the ground. the The economy is not recovering. The economy is not recovering the way it should. And what will happen is if when when all this uh, free money stops, then everybody's going to have to figure out how to go back to work. And then we'll see really what this government is made at. The used to be a gauge, used to be, you know, the Dow in Wall Street, but we're hovering between 33 and 35,000. That, if that falls to 25,000, 24,000, 23,000, that's almost like a sort of like a crash. Goes below that, we're in trouble. As I don't think Yellen knows what she's doing in the in the Fed. She has no, she has no clue. She's too freaking old to figure out where her ass is and where her head is, because this fucking economy is the most false economy that you can possibly see. You just have to get in that car and go on the road and check places out, and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's trying to come back. It's trying to open up, but you stop into a mall in Phoenix, Arizona, somewhere, and you go, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! There's no uh, this place has 15, 15 storefronts, and there's only six, seven full. What happened to the other eight? What happened to the other eight? Is that the pandemic destroyed it? You have to be very vigilant about the variant 
the Delta variant, and now the South American variant. Uh, this is going to be, this 19, this form of coronavirus is not going away anytime soon. Coronavirus, what's, my problem is what comes, when flu season happens, is it all going to be part of the coronavirus now, the C-19? And we're going to expand them on the C-19, uh, you know, Delta, C-19, this, that, and there's no seasonal flu. Or does C-19 become the seasonal flu and it kills all the other flu? The old, excuse me, all the other flus and, never, and nothing else gets through. Nobody knows. And Pfizer's already worried about giving us another booster shot. Why, the other two didn't count? You got to have a booster? Now we have to have another booster? We're in freaking trouble here, kids. We really are in trouble. You know, I'd play for you today, but uh, I'm trying to save my voice and my hands. But uh, I'll try to do one uh, when I get to Florida. I'll try to do another show when I get to Florida. And uh, thanks, you guys, and we'll see you soon. And uh, these are just my views on everything. And I had a good conversation with, with our well, good friend here, Tim, uh, uh, Kevin uh, Timothy. And uh, we were talking about um, his new network called You Rock. And maybe I'll do a little show with him on there and uh, do some episodes with him, talk about the music business and about life. And uh, I'll try to keep politics out of the music shows. But, you know, these are my thoughts and my my uh, ideas and views on everything. But I love you guys, and we'll see you soon, okay? And you take care. This is Chico Ray Rocks uh, from Atlanta today. God bless. We'll speak to you. This is uh, July 12, 2021. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye.